Joe Bud from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 27th of October, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. On Friday the 21st, the Tbilisi City Court cleared Georgian tennis star Nikolos Basilashvili of physically abusing his ex-wife following a two-year trial. Tennis player was charged with three counts of gender-based violence against his ex-wife, model Nelly Dorokashvili. She had testified that Basilashvili systematically abused her while they lived together, both physically and verbally, and that he limited her ability to work and took control of her finances and social media accounts. Dorokashvili also accused her ex-husband's parents of verbally insulting her. Basilashvili's defense denied all allegations against him. In the end, the tennis player hailed the verdict, stating that it was a fair decision. On that note, on the topic of trials, Nika Gvaramia's court hearing was held on Monday the 24th at the Court of Appeals. On the 9th of August 2019, the general director of Tkvari TV was charged with abuse of power. However, Georgia's public defender said back in May of this year that, in general, decisions made by a director of a company shouldn't be subject to criminal liability and could not legally, and that they should have been only the subject of corporate legal liability. According to civic organizations, one of them being Transparency International, a proper assessment of the circumstances related to the charges against Nika Kvaramia is important for ensuring the rights and freedoms of individuals as well as for the further development of case law. Even though Georgia is a civil law country, but the precedent of a conviction for criminal abuse of power related to corporate decisions could definitely hit foreign direct investment, if anybody cares. During the trial, Gvaramia said, quote, I don't dream of freedom, I have it, end quote, and added that he would continue fighting for his rights in Strasbourg in the European Court of Human Rights. Speaking of courts, members of an influential group of judges linked to Georgia's ruling party have been elected to the High Council of Justice, an allegedly independent agency responsible for overseeing Georgia's judiciary. On Sunday the 23rd, 31st Conference of Judges elected Levan Murusidze and Dmitry Gvitishvili as the new members of the High Council of Justice after their predecessors abruptly resigned. Local watchdogs have noted that the council is being completely overtaken by a clan allied with the ruling party, Georgian Dream, or Otsneba. Murusidze and Vitishvili have been accused of belonging to this clan. Elena Khoshtaria, chair of The Time Has Come, or Droa, party stated on Monday, the 24th, that, quote, in an absolutely cynical move as a slap in the face to the public and our European perspective, Murusidze and Gvitishvili are peacefully heading back to the High Court of Justice to fully consolidate the clan and capture the judiciary, end quote. However, Levan Murusidze told journalists after the conference that the court system was not the issue that was preventing Georgia from obtaining EU candidate status. He claimed that compared to Ukraine or Moldova, Georgian court was more advanced. In other news, Ilham Aliyev visited Georgia. On Monday the 24th, Georgian Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili and Azerbaijani President Ilham Aliyev had a chat, talked about improving the Baku-Tbilisi-Kars railway using Georgia's ports in order to take cargo from Central Asia to Europe, and Georgia's potential role as a mediator between Armenia and Azerbaijan. However, President Zurabashvili was not informed in advance of Aliyev's visit. According to President's administration's press release, the two presidents did not meet. The opposition says that Aliyev's actual purpose was to meet Bidzina Ivanishvili, former prime minister of Georgia, founder of Otsneba, 
and Georgia's mega oligarch. According to the National Movement, or Natsebi, the meeting took place in Mscheta, a historical city 20 kilometers away from Tbilisi. TV Pirveli even shared some videos showing Ivanishvili's cars next to the meeting venue. However, the ruling parties have not officially commented on the matter and just smile at journalists when they ask. While Otsneba leaders continued denying the fact that Bidzina Ivanishvili is an oligarch, the opposition thinks he's the number one reason why Georgia might lose its chance to get EU candidate member status. On Tuesday, the 25th, Georgi Vashadze, leader of the Strategia Agmashenabeli, or Strategy Builder, hosted a briefing where he spoke about the meetings held in Brussels from Wednesday the 19th to Friday the 21st. He claimed that the path taken by Otsneba will not lead Georgia into the European Union because the party has no political will to implement the EU's recommendations. Vashadze said that the law of de-oligarchization, which was registered in Parliament by Otsneba, didn't make any sense without including Ivanishvili in it. He believed that Ivanishvili, being a de facto ruler of Georgia, is the main reason why the country is having problems obtaining candidate status. On Wednesday the 26th, Shalva Papuashvili, chairman of parliament, said that the radical opposition was campaigning against the country receiving the European Union membership candidate status. Ridiculous. Papuashvili claimed that the opposition thought the candidate status would strengthen the government. Therefore, he said that opposition leaders were basically engaged in attempts to convince foreign partners against granting the country the status in order to weaken the executive. This is, of course, BS, but who knows? Somebody may believe it. Speaking of officials, candidates for the public defenders were interviewed in Parliament. On Tuesday, the 25th, Human Rights Committee interviewed three applicants, Anna Abashidze, nominated by the parliamentary opposition parties, Georgi Burjanadze and Marika Arvadze. Ruling party was very critical towards Anna Abashidze, and the MPs kept questioning her political views as well as her previous political statements regarding the Prime Minister Kharibashvili and other leaders of Otsneba. 19 applicants are contending for the job of public defender post. In some tragic news, Otsneba member of parliament Irakli Chakubia was found dead in his home on Thursday the 27th. He allegedly committed suicide. According to reports, a firearm was found on the spot. Irakli Chakubia was 51 years old. Law enforcement officers are investigating his death. Moving on, according to the World Bank, in order to support Georgia's human capital program, the bank invested $400 million, and the Agence Française de Développement contributed 100 million euros for a loan. The official signing ceremony, the co-financing agreement, took place on Tuesday the 25th in Tbilisi. Human Capital Program aims at improving Georgia's citizens' quality of life by ensuring fair and equal access to high-quality education, better targeted social benefits, among other things fine print on that one will be interesting. On Wednesday the 26th, a final agreement was signed between the Licensed Representative Office of FedEx in Georgia and the U.S. International Development Finance Corporation, which used to be OPEC. According to the document, a logistics center will be built in Georgia in a year and a half near the Tbilisi International Airport. It'll create up to 150 jobs. Some environmental news, the Renewable Energy Investment Conference kicked off in Tbilisi on Wednesday the 26th. Economy Minister Levan Davitashvili highlighted the potential of the renewable energy sector, what it had in the country's economic economy, adding that attractive investments in the area was a main priority for the government. 
conference brought together high-level speakers, decision makers, regulators, investors, and experts in green energy from over 30 countries. And closing this edition, a photograph showing a partial solar eclipse as seen from Tbilisi and captured by Georgian photographer Irakli Gegnidze was published in the Photo of the Day section of global news agency Reuters on Wednesday the 26th. Taken through a telescope, the photograph shows a silhouette of an aircraft against the sun during an eclipse shot from Kojori town outside of Georgia's capital city. His composite image showing a sunset in the International Space Station in silhouette was chosen by Reuters among its 100 best photos of 2021. Want to check out the photo? Link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. You may not know it, but we do updates for some other countries as well. If you know anybody who might be interested, let them know. Ready? Here they are from west to east. Argentina, Venezuela, Spain, Nigeria, Poland, Serbia, Turkey, Malawi, Ethiopia, and Japan. Think of anybody? Let them know. Remember, you can always contact us at georgia at rorschach.com to tell us whatever you want or nothing. We'd love to hear from you. Nachbandis. Nachbandis.